Meanwhile, let's turn our attention to what's happening elsewhere in the world. John Bonfiglio is Talk Radio's Latin American correspondent uh, and joins me now from Mexico. John, good morning to you. Morning, James. Um, interesting times. So uh, here we are. It's 2022. The pandemic is still with us. Um, I don't know. Is it affecting, before we get to what's been going on with you, uh, is it still affecting either uh, travel or international trade or have people largely forgotten what's uh, what the pandemic's been up to? I think largely here. I mean, people still are following protocols, but I think over the course of the last couple of weeks, I've probably experienced the busiest tourist season here in the southeast of Mexico that I've ever known. I, I don't know whether that's to do with the fact that people are desperate to get out and they know that there's another wave of Omicron on its way or they've just, you know, had enough or they've been building up holidays for a long time and finally have a chance to take them. But certainly this is, you know, tourism and uh, industry has come back with uh, with a vengeance for uh, for sure. And, you know, after two years of, of uh, pretty heavy, not so much restrictions, but I think economic hardship here, there certainly seems to be at least temporarily an upsurge uh, regionally. Uh, in terms of uh, traditions, so New Year traditions here in the UK, we're well acquainted with those that people seem to get terribly excited. They'll they'll have quite a lot of drinks uh, and then there'll be a lot of um, uh, sometimes fireworks or noise or singing or whatever. And then a bit of old land sign and then everybody uh, goes to bed and wakes up with a massive hangover the next day. What happens where you are? Well, in, in Latin America, just we've been finishing up torching the old year, which is. Uh, which is a literal sentence, surprisingly, um, setting fire to effigies, a little bit like Guy Fawkes, I guess. But uh, but a number of Latin American countries, it's a tradition which started in, in Ecuador and then uh, grew more broadly, more widely, uh, build, uh, create uh, effigies based on the representations of the previous year. Sometimes that's a physical manifestation. It might be a president. It might be somebody who's been particularly... Uh, you know, relevant uh, or infamous over the course of the last year, or as, as has happened in particular with, with this year, you've got a number of, I guess, uh, you know, medical motifs, a lot of antibacterial gel in alongside the effigies and so on. So it becomes a, a representation of the burning of the old year and seeing away, seeing it away. So the, the old year in that context is, of course, the old year itself, but actually, actually the, the effigy, the, the dummy that is burnt is also referred to by name as the old year. And that's been taking place in communities, you know, regionally, uh, right across Latin America over the course of the last, well, certainly New Year's Eve in particular, but it also moves around a little bit in terms of time. Uh, and I, I don't know, I mean, are the traditions, are they new traditions or are they, has it always been done that uh, the effigies are always burnt and this has uh, sort of lasted for as, as long as ever one can remember? It's one of those traditions, I think, that's evolved. I mean, certainly it's, it's a pre-Hispanic tradition, but then it's melded with the Euro European tradition as well. But each different country and region has its own um, distinct variation on the theme. In Colombia, until recently, they stuffed the effigies full of fireworks until oh. that was banned. And actually, this is one of the reasons why this has been so important this year as well, because because of COVID over the court, over the, the last two years, a lot of people have actually you know not been celebrating this particular coming together. So it sort of felt as though this has been... Uh, a, a regathering of cultural traditions, if you like, regionally from two years ago. Uh, now, let's talk about Mexico. Um, they've got a digital currency on the way. Yeah, really interesting. A very quiet uh, tweet that was uh, sent out by the national government uh, on the 29th of December. And then the National Bank, because the National Bank, as with the UK, is, 
is uh, technically speaking independent of the government, then disavowed all knowledge of it. But the government suggested that by 2024, Mexico was going to have a fully functioning uh, national digital currency, which is really interesting because, um, you know, I, I guess it, it follows on from El Salvador in particular in September, uh, adopting Bitcoin as legal tender. And Brazil and Peru also have digital currencies uh, in development. Venezuela has now had its own digital currency for a, for a couple of years. So it certainly seems, certainly at this end of, uh, you know, of, of the globe, as though there's, no, there's not even a, a debate anymore about whether digital currency, cryptocurrency is the future. It's about who controls it. And I think control is going to be the major the major point, isn't it? Just finally to you, John, in terms of um, uh, the economy and in terms of how people are feeling, uh, people here are really quite concerned about energy prices, about the rising cost of living, about inflation, about the impact of uh, America having to pump so much money into their economy that it means that arguably it is inflationary. What's the impact where you are? I mean, in, in terms of do people feel as if they've got enough money in their pockets? Uh, do they feel as if... Uh, things are moving in the right direction or is it very much in the wrong direction? Things here are very hand to mouth and, I, and I'm saying that you know, regionally for sure there is there is a particular class of people that have always had uh, money and there's, there's increasingly over the course of the last couple of generations an emerging middle class and so on but it, but it is continually you know very cash based society in which planning is uh, is very difficult for the, for the medium or, uh, or long term and I think one of the things which we, we've contextualised on your show Previously, James, is the fact that um, these new difficulties or new difficulties that arrive in Latin America um, just build on the fact that there is, largely speaking, you know, there are existential difficulties for the vast majority of people on a day-to-day basis. So anything new that comes through the door doesn't, you know, pull the rug out from under their feet. It's just another thing for them to think about. Certainly is. John, thank you so much for joining us once again this morning here on Talk Radio. It's much appreciated. That's John Monfiglio, Talk Radio's Latin American correspondent, bringing us up to date with what's been going on over there. Meanwhile, I